Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton, and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepard at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, mainly sunny, and we've reached our forecast high of 32 degrees. Risk of a thunderstorm tonight, wind northwest 30 gusting to 50, the low 14. Tomorrow, sunny, wind northwest 30 gusting to 50, becoming light near noon, the high 25, the low 12. Wednesday, sunny with a high 26, the low 11. Thursday, sunny, the high 27, 60% chance of evening showers on Thursday, the low 12. Cloudy on Friday, the high 20, the low 11. Saturday, cloudy, 30% chance of showers and a high of 17, 60% chance of evening showers Saturday, the low 9. Sunday, cloudy, 60% chance of showers and the high 14. Normal high is 22 for this date. The normal low is 8 degrees. The sun rose at 4.51 this morning. It sets at 9.02 tonight. And around the province, we have the hot spot is Moose Jaw at 33.4 degrees. The cold spot, Larange at 8 degrees. Estevan is 33, Saskatoon 26, Swift Current 30, Weyburn 32, Yorkton 27. Regina, sunny and 32 degrees. That's 90 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the southwest at 19. Humidity is 25%. The barometer dropping 100.3. Partly cloudy, Moose Jaw 33. Winds are from the south, southwest 21, gusting to 33. Once again, Regina, sunny and 32. That's 90 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best. Online at mcdougalauction.com. And Sask Municipal Hail Insurance. Storms are unpredictable, we aren't. Covering Saskatchewan farmers for over 100 years. You're always covered with SMHI. The federal government says the regulations to expand the cash advance payments program have been put in place. Farmers will be able to apply for the new amounts as early as next Monday, June 10th. And new advances above $400,000 will be issued as of June 26th. The amendments increase loan limits from $400,000 to $1 million for all farmers, and the interest-free portion on canola advances expand from $100,000 to $500,000 this year. Farmers of all other commodities continue to receive up to $100,000 interest-free. In the meantime, the federal government continues to provide farmers access to the current advance limit of $400,000, which, effective immediately, is interest-free for all canola advances. The changes for canola producers is designed to provide support after China put a halt to purchases of Canadian canola. A grain market analyst says there's a lot of uncertainty surrounding wheat and canola markets this spring. Neil Townsend with FarmLink Marketing Solutions says wheat and canola prices have recovered from recent lows, but he says there are still many issues facing both crops. Well, I mean, wheat has shown a lot of volatility over the last little while. Most of the volatility has been up after a very uh, fallow period there for a period where prices got quite low. 
Uh, wheat's traded sort of a weather market support from corn, but also a few uh, little uh, nagging issues about quality maybe in the U.S. hard red winter area, maybe getting degraded. And then also, uh, you know, just overall supplies in Western Canada are getting tighter and there's still evidence of demand. Like in the last two weeks, we exported very close to a million tons from all export terminals as per the CGC statistics. I mean, a million tons in two weeks is, is a lot of wheat. And you know, I think a lot of people are going to be looking at their export forecasts for wheat and maybe saying, you know, what's the potential here? And if you look offshore, I mean, we don't have Australian competition. So we're doing, you know, better volumes into places like Indonesia, Sri Lanka and those kind of markets right now, because, uh, you know, there's no Australian and really like, you know, the Russians are not actively exporting old crop wheat anymore. They're done more or less, except for core customers. So uh, Canada's got, you know, some pretty good opportunity right now. What's happening with prices? Are they moving up? Prices are moving up. You know, again, one thing I would say, Jim, is that wheat prices and a lot of crop prices this year have been highly geographic and highly sporadic. So prices that are available in one area, say southern Alberta, are going to be quite a bit higher than they might be available in, say, central Saskatchewan. And and these things are, it's a day-by-day basis everywhere. But I'd say in general, there's demand for wheat, and that should have some uh, old crop prices moving forward. And there's enough uncertainty about new crop wheat prices and the U.S. Corn Belt situation that we've seen some appreciation in uh, futures, uh, you know, in all maturities. What about canola? What's happening there? Well, canola has shown some price strength in recent uh, weeks, and that's been good. We've clawed back to more respectable numbers. And I mean, given where we came from in the recent uh, past, this is a bit of a victory, I think. But canola still has lots of the headwinds that aren't going away anytime soon. First and foremost, the political situation with China remains tenuous at best. And, uh, you know, there's no clear path to see, you know, how canola is going to be accepted there, both for the remainder of this year and in, into new crop. And uh, we, you know, as mentioned many times before, uh, canola has a soybean problem. There's a lot of soybeans. Now, the soybean market and the canola market, everything's being helped by the Corn Belt weather situation. And prices have gone up. And this is probably a good opportunity to, uh, you know, wrap up 2018-19 marketing and, and consider doing some hedging or doing something for 2019-20. So what's the outlook? What's with wheat prices and canola prices? Are they moving up this summer or staying steady or what? what's the outlook? Well, I mean, the outlook is a question mark. Uh, and the question mark is like, what is going to be the level of concern about production for both of those things. And canola would have an added sort of a variable and that would just be the political situation. So in Canada, I would say like when you look at wheat, I mean, we do know that we're trending dry over a significant portion of uh, Western Canada. Now, is it, a, is it a critical situation yet? No, by no means it isn't. But is there a need for rain? Yes, there is. And again, I think if, if we get a drier pattern that takes hold, then, you know, you're going to see some price appreciation over the summer because people are going to have a perception that there's a, a problem out there and that we may have, uh, you know, smaller production as a result. Likewise for canola, I think canola, you know, we still have to determine what the acres are for canola. According to FarmLink, uh, you know, our reports were that right at the end, there was a little bit of a, an abandonment by farmers about the idea of planting canola and they shifted into other things. So the acres are, are going to be smaller than last year. And then it's just a matter of, you know, we had a bit of frost in 
in parts of uh, Western Canada, apparently the one crop that had some negative impact was canola. And then we're going to look to see what's the condition of that. Is some of it going to be replanted? Will it be replanted to other things? What's the final acreage number? And then just the biggest question again is, is there a dry pattern that kind of takes hold? But canola, while the prices might go up, I mean, at the end of the you know, the rainbow, there ain't a pot of gold right now because we have the Chinese political situation and we also have just like abundant, abundant soybeans around that are really going to be a, a barrier for sustained higher prices in the canola market. Neil Townsend is a senior market analyst with FarmLink Marketing Solutions. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered, tough equipment on the market. And the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. A livestock market analyst sees a downward trend in cattle prices this summer. The president of Cattle Trends, Ann Wasco, speaks at the Saskatchewan Stock Growers Annual Meeting next week in Moose Jaw. She says record meat supplies and rising feed costs are putting pressure on cattle prices across North America. Well, we're at a point, Jim, right now where as we head into uh, getting close to heading into the second half of 2019, a few more unknowns starting to shape up. We've, we had a pretty good start to the year in terms of beef demand and beef exports. And you've heard a lot of that. Your listeners would have heard a lot of that news. Now, as we go into the second half of the year, starting to be a lot more concern developing around uh, grain prices, specifically in the U.S., the corn uh, lack of corn planting progress in terms of the wet, wet weather. And if if producers here in Canada are wondering, well, what the heck does that have to do with uh, with Canadian cattle prices? Don't forget, our our prices are going to follow suit with the U.S. So, if if we've got corn concerns and planting concerns and feed cost concerns in the U.S., and we've got ongoing very dry and drought-like conditions in a lot of uh, the prairie provinces. Um, there, there's, there's still a lot of unknowns around how feed costs are going to look. And, and again, the bottom line being higher feed costs are, are going to weigh on cattle prices as we, as we head into the second half of the year. So that's an unknown, Jim, but that's certainly at top of mind right now. So you see a lot of pressure on cattle prices this summer just because of uh, rising feed costs? Well, we've, we've had pressure going into the summer because we've got record supplies in North America of beef and pork for that, for that matter. And so that's been weighing on the markets, but that was kind of a known. We knew we were going to have that, but now we've got this extra known in terms of uh, additional increases and in, potentially increases of uh, feed costs as we go along. So more just kind of a heads up watching, um, but we have seen some pressure certainly on cattle prices, uh, fed cattle prices in Canada and the U.S. and starting to uh, you know see what kind of impact that might follow through on feeder cattle. So what advice for someone that will be taking calves off pasture this fall and selling them? Well, at this point in time, uh, you know, the markets have pretty much already adjusted. So it's, uh, you know, maybe making uh, making plans in terms of being prepared that there, there could be uh, higher feed costs out there. So, you know, just kind of being aware of that, uh, watching for opportunities. From a cattle price perspective, there's not a whole bunch today to do about that. We've had cattle price insurance available to us this spring um, and of course if you go through March and April there was some opportunities to purchase fall calf price insurance to, and of course prices are well off the, those levels we had a couple months ago. So the outlook for the fall then is lower prices? I'm going to suggest yes. How much lower is the question? Uh, at Earlier we were just looking for slightly lower than last year uh, but we, we do need to evaluate what these feed costs are going to be at this point in time. 
cattle market analyst Ann Wasco is the president of Cattle Trends. She speaks at the annual Saskatchewan Stock Growers Convention in Moose Jaw next Monday, June 10th. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. The latest Viterra prices for feed barley fell $10 at $192.63. Canola gained $18 at $422.62. Flax rose $0.20 cents at $472.62. Oats fell $336 at 20885. Number 1 red spring wheat gained a dollar 12 at 24445. The rest were unchanged. Durham $239.51. Yellow peas 239.54. Feed wheat 196.98. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, July wheat is up 12 and a quarter cents at 564 and a quarter cents a bushel. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. Heartland Livestock Market Report. Donnie Peacock reporting from the Swift Current Yards. Dry conditions making the run big here in the month of May. We had 950 cattle in the Tuesday run. The good fat cows stayed steady to strong and 90 to 95. The odd one at a duck buck. Overall average is softer at 85. There are some cows showing up a little leaner and greener. Look like uh, if they could have got to grass a little bit earlier, they would have shined up some more. Those cows definitely hitting a discount. We're seeing 55 to 65, buying some of those cows. Uh, uh, Reluctance in the feeder industry right now, and certainly uh, those cows would work on grass if there was extra grass. On to Thursday, the cow-calf pairs sale, 365 pairs. A bit of fresh air there. We had a full crowd of people, people from as far away as Nanton, Alberta. Uh, Medicine Hat, Alberta, for along the south line where they've had a little more rain and moisture. Uh, overall, the average is $1,880. And some of those cows fit the description of very good cows, but a little bit on the lean green side. The top was 27 and 50 for some really fancy pairs. So certainly that was refreshing. That's the way it is in cattle country. Heartland Swift Current. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 5,200 hogs Friday, selling in a range of 191 to 196 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,900 head, selling in a range of 191 to 194 per CKG. 100 index Hog prices for the week ending Friday, May 31st are Maple Leaf Sig 5, 194.59, Ham's Cash, 194.88, Thunder Creek Brickle, 199.70, and High Life, $194.67 per CKG. Ham's Cash Hog price today is down, and forward contract prices opened lower this morning. On Friday, the Canadian dollar was down 14 basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.3527. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 74.23 cents U.S., Cash markets are struggling to gain any consistent upward momentum in what should normally be a time of year that sees incremental gains week over week heading into the summer time frame. While pork production numbers are starting to fall into a more seasonal pattern and tighten up, the weekly slaughter level was 4.6% higher than at the same time last year. Interestingly, the U.S. early weaned pig price has taken a notable and sharp turn lower relative to what was seen in late March and early April. Recall that ASF-related speculation was rampant at that time, and many purchasers started buying aggressively as a hedge against inflation and possible supply shortages due to demand expectations from China. 
early winged pigs were no exception and saw a stark counter-seasonal rally that developed at the end of the first quarter. To be sure, winged pigs are trending higher than last year and the five-year average, but the massive speculation appears to be over for now. And the outlook for today, mainly sunny. We've reached our forecast high of 32, risk of a thunderstorm tonight, wind northwest 30 gusting to 50, below 14. Tomorrow, sunny, wind northwest 30 gusting to 50, becoming light near noon. The high Tuesday, 25, the low 12. In Regina with sunny skies, it's 32. That's 90 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.